Welcome to the Daily Beat for Monday, August 14. I am Betty Kankambuedu. <laughs> A 33-year-old man named Prince Okwe has been sentenced to death by an Accra High Court. His crime was throwing his two-year-old son into the sea at Akuma Village in Accra, believing it would bring him wealth. Despite recent changes in Ghana's death penalty laws, which will only apply to future cases, the verdict has been reached. Tragedy struck on April 20, 2021, when Akwe gave his son money for snacks, only to take him to the seaside and throw him into the sea. Investigations revealed Prince Akwe's involvement in occultic practices and was following instructions to make a sacrifice which would guarantee him riches. John Dramani Mahama, former president of Ghana, has outlined plans to tackle youth unemployment if the NDC regains power. He emphasized the importance of empowering young people for positive change and innovation. Mahama's strategy includes providing entrepreneurial skills, introducing a 24-hour economy with incentives for manufacturers to create jobs, easing taxes on businesses, boosting agriculture, and improving infrastructure for economic growth. The NDC aims to equip the youth with skills for a sustainable future and restore hope and opportunities. The former president outlined these in his International Youth Day message over the weekend. President Akufuado has suggested that J.B. Dankwa could be considered the founder of the University of Ghana. Akufuado mentioned this idea during the 75th anniversary Thanksgiving service of the university on August 12th. He praised Dankwa's effort in encouraging Ghanaians to support the university's creation. The president even suggested that naming the university after Dankwa wouldn't be unusual, especially in places where politics is less contentious and historical facts are respected. J.B. Dankwa a significant figure in Ghana's history played a vital role in establishing the University of Ghana. He pushed for its creation in 1948 despite a British report suggesting only one university college for the entire West Africa region. Niger's president Mohamed Bazoum is in good spirits despite challenging conditions while being held by the junta that ousted him in a coup. His doctor visited him and reported that he, along with his son and wife, have been confined to the basement of his palace in Niamey since the July 26 coup. The living conditions are tough, including no electricity. This is the first external contact the president has had since his removal. Bazoum has lost weight and his son's medical needs have reportedly been ignored. The doctor was able to communicate with the president, his wife and son, and brought them food and medicine. The Juntes' decision to allow the doctor's visit seems to be a response to global criticism of the president's detention following the coup. And that's it for the Daily Beats for Monday, August 14. I am Betty Kankambwedu. Catch you on the next episode.